This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. If you don't live in California, you might not know about the California Coastal Commission, but that agency's lack of oversight gives it tremendous power. Oliver Dunford is an attorney at the Pacific Legal Foundation. Last month in Chicago, we discussed his client's fight for the right to modify his own home to accommodate his disability. What is within the purview of the California Coastal Commission? The Coastal Commission is uh, given broad jurisdiction to protect the coastal lands uh, within the state of California. Uh, But, uh, and the authority is to oversee uh, development on the coastal uh, coastal lands and to oversee what local jurisdictions uh, do in terms of uh, how those local jurisdictions approve uh, permits for development uh, and and anything having to do with, it's about a, a hundred yards or so off the coast. Um, it's all under their jurisdiction. All right. So it seems reasonable that you would want to protect the coastline. Uh, California is a beautiful state and, um, you know, cal- coastlines move over time. So what's wrong with uh, the fact that you, they have this agency? You're right. As a general matter, uh, the state does have an obligation, um, in fact, to protect the public uh, coast. Uh, a lot of it is public land. So it is a reasonable uh, area for the government to be involved in. The problem is there's no oversight of the commission. It is uh, a law unto itself. It is given broad powers by the legislature, by the laws of California, but it, it is continually, continuously trying to expand that jurisdiction, uh, take uh, control over more and more property, involve itself more and more in local decisions uh, to the extent that they are uh, in many ways uh, violating the laws that they uh, are supposed to enforce. All right. So what, what's, what's the latest? So the latest is we are uh, representing a family in San Luis Obispo, uh, California. They own property on the coast. Uh, They received a permit from the county to demolish their existing house and build a new one. Uh, The new house is urgently needed. The husband recently had a stroke. He's in a wheelchair. Uh, The house, which was built in the 1930s, has very narrow hallways and things like that. He depends on his wife to get him around. Uh, But the law allows anyone to appeal a permit. And in this case, two of the California Coastal Commissioners appealed. Uh, which sets in motion a procedure, uh, and the commission has to decide first uh, whether there is, quote, a substantial issue with the permit that was issued, basically means they think there's a problem with it. Uh, And then if so, they have to hold a hearing uh, to determine whether or not uh, the the permit was issued properly. Um, Again, two of the commissioners appealed uh, three years ago. Uh, The statute says that the commission must set a hearing within 49 days. But two California appellate courts have said all they have to do really is start the process. So they can hold a pro forma hearing. Uh, The property owners are not allowed to speak unless the commission wants them to. Uh, And they just say, is there a substantial issue? Yes, we think there is. And then they continue it, which is legal speak for we'll get to it later. Uh, Again, that was three years ago. Uh, They have done nothing since. the, our, our clients had other lawyers helping them along the way, uh, talking to the commission about what what they can do to speed things along, how they can work with the commission to get the permit approved without having to go through this hearing. Uh, nothing has nothing has happened. Uh, 
one of the staff members from the commission told uh, our client's representatives that this case uh, is very important to them and it could be uh, an important precedent. And the precedent is that the uh, property owners have some armoring on their property, which is to protect against erosion. The commission has told them that in order for the permit to be approved, they have to remove that uh, armoring. Armoring, explain. Armoring is a, a structure built with rocks uh, away from the coast, uh, you know, 40 feet, 50 feet from the coast, maybe a little bit more. The house sits on top of that armoring. Uh, and the idea is to protect uh, against erosion. Um, and and um, many of their neighbors have the same armoring. And as they've told the commission, if if we remove our armoring, it will affect our neighbor's armoring. Uh, the commission, we think, uh, wants everything to return to nature, uh, humans be damned. But in this case, the armoring on our client's property, we think, was constructed before the effective date of the Coastal Act, which would mean the commission has no jurisdiction over it. Okay, so they they perhaps are host- hoping to establish jurisdiction in, in a roundabout way. Yeah, they, they're hoping that they can uh, ram this through. Uh, obtain jurisdiction and then tell other property owners in the area, hey, we can regulate anything uh, whenever it was built. All right. So that issue aside, this is a taking. They're they're not allowed to do what they want with their property. um, And, uh, you know, they are owed something for that. Yes, you would think. Uh, The problem is the current jurisprudence under the Supreme Court is uh, it's not a total taking. They still have uh, the house that sits on the property now. It's worth something. Um, they could sell it. Uh, they could live in it as uncomfortable and as um, uh, you know inappropriate for uh, for the husband in this case. Uh, but it's not a total taking. And until uh, the U.S. Supreme Court says that these kinds of uh, um, partial takings are compensable, uh, they may not have a claim. In this case, what would a loss look like? Well, it would be uh, that the value of the new home versus the old home, uh, and at the very least, uh, the value of the property is going to go down because they can't sell it for as much as they could. Um, who's going to buy a property knowing they can't add anything to it? They can't add a new home. What does a win look like? Well, we we have uh, the, the initial win is we we have argued that the commission has violated our client's due process rights by failing to hold uh, the second part of the hearing, uh, as they call it. Again, they're supposed to set a hearing within 49 days by statute. Uh, the The commission's website actually has a little uh, uh, FAQ, FAQ uh, and it says that there is no legal deadline to complete the uh, what's called the de novo appeal uh, phase of the hearing, which is, uh, again, I mentioned the commissioners appealed the permit. So they're supposed to hold a hearing to look at everything anew. Uh, and uh, they just, now finally, I should mention, after we sued in December, they they have finally set a hearing. Uh, well, actually, they haven't finally d- done it, but we've been promised that they will hold a hearing in June. This month. This month, which will be, again, three full years since they intervened in the first place. How has the jurisprudence in this area developed in such a way that an agency can simply deny people the use of their own property in a way that they see fit? You know, again, within guidelines, with a properly issued permit, we assume, and pay no no cost whatsoever for 
putting these people through three years of extreme hardship? Uh, well, I think you've raised three issues. One is the eminent domain, which we've talked about before. It's, it, it is a taking, uh, but uh, current jurisprudence says unless it's a complete taking, they, they can't uh, recover. Uh, secondly, uh, is the issue of immunity for government agents. Uh, they are basically protected against lawsuits unless they act so far outside of their uh, authorized roles uh, that you can't recover against them. You can sue the city to get them moving, uh, but in terms of damages, they are um, basically protected. And the third one is that the commission has uh, wide authority granted by the by the um, California legislature and the fact that courts, when they finally do get up to court, you can, once the commission makes a decision on this review, you can appeal that decision to the courts, but the courts uh, overwhelmingly defer to agency decisions, both both on their fact findings and on their, their decisions uh, on the, what the law says. That's grim. It is very grim. Uh, there is some hope. The Fifth Circuit uh, issued an opinion recently uh, with respect to the S Securities and Exchange Commission, a federal agency, and said that its administrative uh, hearing process uh, was unconstitutional because it did not afford the uh, private party a jury trial. Um, it seems like an issue headed to the Supreme Court, but it's something. And it's uh, there is some pushback against these administrative agencies uh, getting more scrutiny from the courts, which is a good sign. Uh, but as it is, it's definitely an uphill climb right now. And federal agencies have more protection generally than uh, state agencies. Yes. Don't they? Although, the, again, the California Coastal Commission is kind of a, uh, all by itself. It, it really is a, a, an extremely powerful uh, body and, and the legislature likes what it's doing. Um, and, and people are afraid to challenge it. So there, there aren't too many opportunities to bring these kinds of cases. Oliver Dunford is an attorney at the Pacific Legal Foundation. We spoke last month in Chicago. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.